The masked figure hesitated, then opted to lean forward without stepping inside. The gnarled leather of a long, beakish nose jutted from under his cowl. So close to Abby's ear it seemed it might jab her. Under Shady's careful watch, the man whispered something that sounded like the rustle of dead leaves. He cocked his head as he spoke, and the mask's hollow black eyes met Rai's own. The figure leaned back, and Snow once again settled onto his cloaked shoulders. He can't come for her himself, Abby said, an edge in her voice. The figure shook his head. Come for who? Rye asked. Abby ignored her and seemed to bite back harsh words on the tip of her tongue. Instead, she said, I've got porridge on the fire if you'd care for some. The masked figure just shook his head again. Be off then, Abby said. She didn't seem at all disappointed that they'd declined her invitation. The figure nodded by way of goodbye and vanished into the shadows of Mud Puddle Lane with his two companions. Rye squinted to see where they went, but spied only the flickering lantern lights of their neighbors' cottages. She turned to her mother. What is it? she asked. Your father, Abby said. He sent for you. You leave to meet him tomorrow. But it's finally Silvermas, Rye protested. And the black moon? How often does Silvermas fall on a black moon? Silvermas was Rye's favorite tradition. Where once the holiday was intended to honor deities long forgotten, it had since evolved into a family celebration. A time for one last great feast before the chills and hardship of a long winter. Of course, in practice, Silvermus followed whatever night Good Harper actually happened to arrive in a particular village on his mud sleigh. This made for a great amount of speculation and excitement among the children. Rye's mother and the other parents found the suspense to be of less amusement, particularly this year, since it was already early spring and Good Harper was only now making his way to village drowning. The Black Moon, the darkest night of every month, well, that was something else entirely. Villagers locked their doors with the black moon's rise, for the men who prowled the night under the moonless sky weren't always so benign. Three of them had just left the O'Chanter's doorstep. I don't think your father's timing is a coincidence, Abby said. There was a weight on her face that Rye couldn't quite gauge. You'll be away for only a day or so. He's been gone all winter. Rye mumbled to herself. Why now? It wasn't that Rye didn't want to see her father. She was just getting to know him when he'd abruptly departed to tend to some pressing matters outside the village. He had recently taught her all sorts of useful skills her mother would never approve of. How to shimmy down a drain pipe while blindfolded. How to hide a key under your tongue and still sing an off-color limerick without slurring your words. He'd promised he would see her again as soon as he was able. But all winter she had been looking forward to meeting her friends and trading their silver must treats. Folly was usually willing to part with a few caramel pralines, and Rye always convinced Quinn to take the green licorice off her hands. Quinn actually seemed to like green licorice. He was odd like that. He wouldn't have called if it wasn't important, Abby said stiffly, then softened. 
she gently pushed an unruly brown bang out of Rye's eyes. Rye had never been one to fuss over her hair. It was too short to braid, but too long to ignore. I know you're disappointed, but he's arranged a silver muss surprise for you. Trust me, I think he'll be pleased. Rye raised an eager eyebrow. You'll have to wait until tomorrow, Abby said, anticipating her next question. Abby flashed her a smile, but Rye noticed her mother's hesitation before closing the purple door carved with the shape of a dragonfly. Abby stared down the northernmost end of Mud Puddle Lane, toward the dense pine forest known only as Beyond the Shale. Rye had seen that look before. Something in the air? Rye asked, reaching out to scratch Shady's furry ears. His bushy tail swayed in appreciation. Something was all Abby said, and they went inside for bed.